Do you love improv? Because I do. I'm Trent Dozier, host of I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Join me live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network every second and fourth Wednesday, where I'm joined by a new guest each episode to talk about and do some improv. Can't catch it live? No worries. Each episode gets turned into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Podcast episodes are released the Wednesday following the live show. So watch live or listen later. But either way, if you love improv, make sure to check out I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, a part of the Trident Network. I won't race you. Why not? Because when I beat you, I just beat a little kid. And if by some miracle you beat me, then I got beat by a little kid. It's a no-win situation for me. You really crack me up. You know that? You take it so serious. How am I supposed to take it? It's just a race. When you lose a race. Which is rare. Okay. But like, even when you win, like if you get a lousy time in the trials or something, you mope around, slam doors and stuff. I do not. Do too. Courtney, do me a big favor. What? Get out of my car. Beep, beep, honk, honk. Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D Commentaries. <gasps> Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about Right on Track. Val, did you like how I switched up my intro today? It was so sing-songy. Commentaries. You have such a beautiful timbre to your voice. Timbre. Mm. I'll take it. <laughs> um okay let's do it let's let's, let's get just, to the business ju- let's 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 okay let's, let's right on track we are right on track again it back in the time <laughs> we were supposed to be we're back uh, right right back on track in 2003 that's right after a quick detour to 2004 so right yeah. on track came out march 21st 2003 okay so they they were doing quarterly cadence it seems like in 2003 yeah uh right on track was directed by Dwayne dunham who we've seen we've heard before yes a few times um he directed halloween town the 13th year ready to run double teamed and in the future tiger cruise and now you see it and he also non um decoms he directed little giants and he directed clone uh, some a bunch of episodes of Clone Wars, which I always bring up, Star Wars. And he edited Star Wars Return of the Jedi, which nice. I think is really cool. This is a good shout out to myself when I went to the D23 Expo and was spinning around. Uh, and I spun around by Star Wars on purpose for all of you uh, because I've never seen it. <laughs> And we so all I was like, this is going to be ironic. <laughs> this is going to be really coincidental that I'm in a video by the Star Wars part. And I loved every spin. Thank you. And we haven't, I don't even think we really debriefed about that. Oh, wait, we did a little bit. I saw like a bunch of people. Taj, the guy from Holes. 
Oh. And then I saw um, the Disney Plus show. I saw the girls who are on Big Shot. Um, saw them. I don't watch it, but I was like, they, oh, this was some drama. Okay. When I was watching the girls, they were getting asked Disney movie trivia. And some of the questions were decom questions. But the host, who I'm sure is a very lovely person and was hosting a lot that weekend, did not know how to pronounce DCOM and said D-C-O-M. And I audibly gasped. <laughs> who, says, who says that? Okay, and I have the questions here. Okay, I, there's one, two, three, four. There were four questions that were uh, DCOM related. Okay. What movie features the surfing king of Hawaii getting thrown into the cold and having to learn the art of snowboarding? Johnny Tsunami. I'm not even going to give you the multiple choice if you need it. I don't don't think you'll need it. There might be one. In The Luck of the Irish, main character Kyle plays what sport? Basketball. What were the names of the twin star basketball players in Double Teamed? I can only remember the actors' names. Um, So I can't... Due to uh, someone sitting by the screen, I can't see the second sister's name. So as you can see, Val, here, you can only see one name. So I'll give you a list of the first name. So we've got A is Anna and B is Brittany and C is Sarah and and D is Heidi and Heidi. It's Heidi. Heidi Heidi and and Heather. 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 That's it. What DCOM featuring um, actress America Ferreira starting her own dance team is known for the team chant, Si Se Puede. Gotta kick it up, baby. Also incorrect. That's not what happens in the movie. No, it's not. <laughs> there were two times where I looked to the to the girls next to me and we were all like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was when she said DCOM and when it was Gotta Kick It Up and we were like, that's not what happened. <laughs> That's where I gave out the most uh, D-commentary stickers, though. So shout out uh, to any of the people, if you are one of the people in that area that I gave a sticker to, if you're not listening to this. Welcome. One day, we will be hosting that, and then we'll get the trivia wrong. No, because we'll write the trivia. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yay! Yay! Uh, Let's talk more about Right on Track. Yes, Right on (laughs) Track. (laughs) <laughs> right on track was written by Sally Nemeth and Bruce Graham. Sally Nemeth wrote some episodes of Law and Order, and that's pretty much it. Bruce Graham, however, wrote Ring of Endless Light, Tiger Cruise, and then uh, Dunstan Checks In and Anastasia, which are not hmm. DCOMs. And we talked about I this last time. I think we heard about, yeah, I thought we think we talked about that with Ring of Endless Life. Yes, yes. And Dunstan Jackson is a movie that you're too young to know about, but it was a chimpanzee in a hotel. Cool. Yeah. I found uh, Misha Barton's on Cameo, if anyone wants to pay $130 to Misha Barton for a Cameo. But if you're contemplating giving Misha Barton $130 to give her a Cameo, can you just put that on our Patreon instead? Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you so much. That would literally pay for our podcast hosting for like the whole year. So that would be amazing, actually. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, cool. The cast is small but mighty. Uh, Beverly Mitchell played Erica Enders. Um, she is best known for sure from Seventh Heaven. She's mm-hmm. one of the many siblings on Seventh Heaven. And I found out while I was watching this movie that Michael had a huge crush on her growing up. 
No way. He was like, are you watching Seventh Heaven? I was like, no. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Yeah. Um, she was also in uh, Secret Life of the American Teenager. And she's been in like some horror movies, some pseudo Hallmarky movies. So, you know, she's working. Then we have Academy Award winning Brie Larson <laughs> as Courtney Enders. Uh, if you watched just this performance and then found out that Brie Larson had won an Oscar, I think I would be very confused. Yeah. Which we will talk more about. I didn't think she was awful, but definitely Ooh. a little overacting. I a little. I felt like she was just like very like child actor, like da 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 da. Look at me. I could not believe it because she like the Oscar that she won was for Room, which is one of the most like silent, understated performances that you could possibly imagine. Yeah. And it was just such a funny contrast from this. <laughs> yeah. Room is one of my favorite movies. It's phenomenal. She's incredible. She's incredible. Uh, uh, what's his name is incredible. Jacob Tremblay. Jacob Tremblay. I mean, they're both just so good and who plays her parents i remember liking them too mm. yeah, whatever um so brie's been in a lot of stuff she was in scott pilgrim against the world united states of tara or tara 21 jump street short-term 12 train wreck uh room kong skull island unicorn store which i think she also either wrote or directed and of course she is captain marvel to all the toxic fanboys' dismay. <laughs> yeah, she was in Hoot. What is Hoot? <laughs> it's a movie about owls. Okay, great. Roy Everhart, Logan Lerman, has moved oh. so often he has lost track of how many times he has changed schools. After moving from Montana to Florida's Gulf Coast, he befriends Beatrice, Brie Larson, mm. and her brother, the siblings show Roy their hideaway where they secretly take care of a flock of wild owls. When they learn that the restaurant will be built where the owls live, the three decide to enlist the help of local policeman, Luke Wilson, to save the birds. Wow, what a cast. I think it was a book. Probably. And then the movie came out and I like read the book and I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see Hoot. <laughs> and so I think that was the first time I perceived... Brie Larson as a person. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. John Lindstrom played Greg Enders, their dad. Um, he is mostly a soap opera guy. He's been in a million episodes of General Hospital. He was in Port Charles, which I guess was a spinoff of General Ho Hospital. And he's also been on episodes of As the World Turns. He was on a season of True Detective. I recognized him, but I could not for the life of me figure out what I recognized him from. So maybe I saw this movie once when I was younger and I just don't remember. Mm -hmm. um, but he definitely looked familiar. And also hot dad. Hot dad. But I also think he's kind of hot. Cool dad. Oh, he's so cool. But he's yeah, also I think hot. he's in our middle of our Venn diagram. <laughs> he's absolutely in the middle of our Venn yeah, diagram. Yeah, he's hot, cool dad. Hot, cool dad. Love a hot, cool dad. We haven't had one of those in a long no, time. No, because uh, the dad from You Wish was just hot. Right. He wasn't cool, but he was Correct. hot. Yeah, he was hot. He was fine. Oof. I'm still thinking about him. I was so distracted by his terrible American accent that I yeah. couldn't get past it. Um, okay. Jody Russell played their mom, Janet Lee Enders, and she's was in Go Figure, 
but she hasn't been in a whole lot else that I recognized. Like she's working, but not a ton. Mm. I thought she was like fine. She was fine. Yeah, she was fine. She wasn't the dad. The dad was great. (laughs) Marcus Toji played Randy Jones. Marcus was in Little Giants, so I imagine that he was probably discovered by Duane for this Mm. movie or thought of because of that. Um, He also does a lot of voice work. He was a character in Hey Arnold, Legend of Korra, Hana Zuki, Full of Treasures. um, And he was also in something called Patriot, which I can't remember if that was animated or live action but he he works um again not like a ton but he works he looks familiar yeah i mean i definitely know him from little giants i used to watch that Mm. movie like all the time because there was a any movie that had a tomboy um character in it i was obsessed with so that one definitely has one um okay and then that's it okay so great little cast for the, for the first time, man, sometimes the cast goes on for eons. I know. The synopsis is going to go on for eons. So first right. of all, I should say this is based on a true story. This is yes. based on real people. Which means there was no narrator. Yes. Okay. When the National Hot Rod Association begins a new children's league, eight-year-old Erica is first in line to sign up, only to be flatly informed that hot rodding is a man's sport and that little girls should stay home with their dollies. Undaunted and urged on by her supportive father, Greg, Erica persists in her dream to become a champion racer. I mean, yeah, actually, that's a pretty good synopsis. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what happens when it's based on real life. Yeah, for sure. Also hard to get it wrong when it's history. True. It is well written, though. Like, it's kind of exciting and doesn't give too much away. Another fun fact about this movie is that Erica and Courtney, the real Erica and the real Courtney, were the stunt doubles any time Erica and Courtney, the characters, are driving. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's very cool, I thought. So, uh, okay, we're done with our business. Al, what were your first impressions of Right on Track? Thanks, Val. Uh, It was fine. (laughs) uh, (laughs) um i'm gonna give it a five because i really have no i have no qualms and i have no like oh this is great yeah it was it was a it was a mediocre movie (laughs) it was it was very right on track (laughs) that was good that was good Uh, thank you val first impressions I felt much the same way. I think I was like relieved that I liked this because like the last couple movies, I've kind of struggled with them a little bit more. So I definitely liked it more than the last couple. Um, I obviously will always enjoy a movie where there's some kind of girl overcoming sexism storyline. I like Mm -hmm. those. I was also I can't remember if I was saying this when we were recording or before, but I for better or for worse identified a lot with Erica. Um, she's, you know, she's very passionate. She wants things and sometimes want, she wants them so bad. She gets in her own way and get trying to get them, um, which is definitely something that I struggle with. So I identified with her. I, I think that if it weren't for the fact that I liked the, the point of this and I like true stories, I think that I would have gotten bored because it was yeah. very long or felt very long. And there was a lot of stuff that like didn't necessarily need to be in there. I did really like everyone's acting except for 
Brie Larson, which is hilarious. Interesting. <laughs> I kind of felt this the opposite. I I didn't really like Beverly Mitchell's acting. See, I think Beverly Mitchell was being the character as she was, right? Like she mm-hmm. the character is annoying. So like yeah. she is playing annoying, right? Whereas Courtney was supposed to be kind of like the nonchalant, cool younger sibling who doesn't let things get to her and thus everything comes easily to her. And I, it felt like she was trying so hard, Mm. which is the exact opposite of what she was supposed to be. So I struggled with her a lot and I was honestly thankful that she wasn't in the movie more, um, which is hilarious because I love Brie Larson. Like, I think she's a phenomenal actor, but she was like clearly just, I don't know if it was her or the directing or what was going on, but it was, it was a lot. It was very over the top. Yeah. But I liked the dad and I, I really liked Marcus Toji. I thought he, he was a fun addition for sure. Yeah. Like he sort of plays like the best friend slash he like runs the pit crew for them. And like, he's just such a great pal and he kind of advocated for himself at one point, which I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later. And like, I don't know. He was just like a chill, cool friend that like you would want. And I liked him and I liked that this movie wasn't like, and again, this is probably a feature of it being a true story. It wasn't trying to be funny. Like Mm -hmm. there were some things that were like sort of naturally funny. Every once in a while, Marcus would be sort of the butt of a joke. Like there's one point where he gets stuck in a car, you know, stuff like that. But like for the most part, there was, it wasn't like trying so hard to land terrible jokes the whole time. And I, really appreciated that so yeah and i think that's again the testament of it being a true story because you're yeah. not going to add on personality traits or things i mean you you could and uh, enhance certain personality traits of people but you're not going to like add in crazy jokes and things because that's not who these people were exactly exactly so yeah that's my first impression al nice. did you have any favorite quotes or moments sure <laughs> sounded unsure (laughs) um when has anyone died playing a violin uh beverly mitchell was being invited to a party and on this note that says come to the party on saturday it said lots of chocolate and and i and hot guys hot guys (laughs) i was really distracted by what do you mean by <laughs> chocolate? Like I think booze? She meant like chocolate? Like oh, come get a Hershey's bar yeah. handed to you by this hot guy? Yeah, I think that's, that's exactly what she meant. I hate that. <laughs> relax now, Erica. I am relaxed. <laughs> Very funny. Um, and then <laughs> I've got a cousin who isn't half bad. If you take out all the nose rings. <laughs> um and then my least favorite part of the movie was beverly mitchell's eyebrows oh yeah very very late 90s early 2000s eyebrows yeah they were so thin it was distracting (sighs) i know val did you have any favorite quotes or moments i think so okay you sound sure (laughs) so erica is looking at a girl unnamed girl hot girl who um all the teenage boys are like fawning over at the track and she goes i can't even get them to talk to me and she's got them hanging all over her what's she got that i don't and then someone responds that's easy she loses (laughs) 
because boys are fragile. That's funny. <laughs> um, don't be medieval. You can ask a guy out on a date, right? I right? love that. Don't be medieval. Uh, you know, the only time you lose is when you really, really want to win. Hmm. That's true. Mm hmm. So true. There's a big difference between wanting something and actually getting it. Damn. Mm hmm. Oh, and right at the beginning of the movie, the mom goes, am I being that big of a witch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe so. Um, OK, those are and as far as moments. I think probably my favorite moment is when Marcus Toji's character asks out Erica just because he's yeah, I love him and he's delightful. And I'm I'm proud of him for doing that. Me too. Although we'll maybe we'll talk about it a little bit or you can keep this in because we're about to be in spoiler city anyway. So um, they were really alluding to them forming more than just a friendship. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised by her saying no. I, I think that it has to be that um, it didn't happen in real life. So they didn't want to yeah. like invent it. Like maybe they they like asked her if they could take some liberties and she was like, no. Yeah. You know, because like even if that didn't happen in real life, I think that is like a cute like movie story mm -hmm. um, and would have been really sweet because like who cares if the hot guy like. I, I don't know. I, I think it's so much more interesting when the friend or like the un, like unexpected but cool person like ends up being your interest rather than like just the sort of generic hot guy. Although I will say that there is a hot guy in this movie and he's not super generic. He like has he personality. actually tries. Yeah, he puts an effort. So, yeah, let's give him some credit. He, yeah, he, I'm. Yeah. This is like dream hot guy situation. Yes. Like, <laughs> like actually communicating, actually helpful, actually doing nice things. Empathetic. Yeah. Not threatened. Yeah. Never seen this man again in my life, but he's no. super cute. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't come up in the cast because he's never yeah. been in anything. But. Yeah. All right. Well, we're speeding down the track. Our tops are off. And then it's eight seconds of nudity. Drag racing. Uh, welcome to Spoiler City, where I spoil the movie. All right. <laughs> Open up on uh, Erica uh, wanting to race like her dad. She's very small. Then we see four years later, she is very smart, very good. And then even more years later, she's even older. And this is where we hit Beverly Mitchell. And she's doing junior drag racing. And her name is Erica Henders. And she is a very good, she's one of the only girls or women in drag racing. And she wins. She's older now. She gets good grades, blah, blah, blah. She's good at school. Um, she's in a race and she loses to this kid named Jordy. And the dad is really rude. Um, he's bad dad. He's not even on the Venn diagram. He's he's dad trying to live his own legacy through his child. Like they That's said a couple true. times that he had only ever come as runner up. So obviously he was trying to like force his son to be the winner that he never was. Yeah. No, thanks. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. 
And then she tells her mom, she's like, all I want to do is race mom. And her mom is not very supportive throughout this entire movie. Mom is not very supportive. She like is and she isn't. It's super weird, but I don't like her. I think she's just nervous because she can get hurt. Yeah. Which she does say play violin instead. No one's died playing the violin. Am I being a witch? (laughs) Yeah. Silly. Um, then Courtney wins the race. Brie Larson is Courtney and she wins. And Erica's mad because now their sisters are, are both good at, at sport. And then the girls at school like make fun of her because she's on the volleyball team. And they like laugh at her because she she said they said that uh, she said that they said that she said that they said that um, that drag racing isn't a sport. And mm-hmm. so she kind of. Mike drops why it is a sport and then is also good at volleyball. So cool. And then we see a part of uh, the movie where um, no one wants to sponsor her. Um, So she is sponsorless because no one wants to sponsor a girl. So this is 2001 because this is real life where girls are just now starting to be like Erica Enders, like literally is the first girl ever to do junior drag racing, probably drag racing in general. Mm -hmm. And so no one wants to sponsor a girl because of all of the backlash from it. And Jordy is there at another race. Jordy, the guy who she lost to initially kept saying, yeah, I'm really excited to, to do a race against all these guys. And then Beverly Mitchell is like, guys, (laughs) then, Oh, what's that Val? She beat Jordy. She beats his time. And then she gets in trouble for being a mean winner. Mm-hmm. And then it's her and Jordy again. And then she left too early. She gets disqualified. She's mad. Then we're at school and she's like, uh, there's like a little machine, kind of like a bop it, but not at all. So like the whole thing, the reason why she falls started is because the way the starts work, they're five seconds. So it's like, you have to go on green. You can't go before the light turned green. And so they have this toy that like simulates like the tree. With mm-hmm. the lights on it. Mm-hmm. So that's how they they The practice. game I was looking for earlier was kind of like Simon. Oh, okay. Like the lights. Sure. It's more the, closer to the Simon than a Boppet. Yeah, definitely closer to a Simon than a Boppet. Mm-hmm. So she's like in French class and she, and, and in the beginning of the movie, they're like, you can drag race if you get all A's. She's in French class and she's not, this part makes me so mad, this whole plot line of the movie she's not stupid she's very smart getting a b in french is not stupid no it's not like she was getting a c it's not like she was getting a d she was getting a b so she missed maybe probably like five questions Mm -hmm. and like got a b and this is why grades are stupid (laughs) they treat they treat her getting a b in french as this is like later in the movie. I don't know why I'm talking about it now, but they treat it as if she got an F mm-hmm. and she's like stupid and trying to relearn French. And it's like, this is so, such a weird plot line. Okay. Anyway, um, then before another race, um, the guy from Pennzoil comes over and he's like, Hey, you're actually really inspiring my daughter. I am. If you race well today, I will sponsor you. Like I'm going to talk to the guys. We want to sponsor you. Um, so right as she's about to take off, the clutch bolt is loose. And so then everything's broken and the the brakes aren't stopping and she can't stop and she's going to go. And then he is on the, on the headphones. He's like, you have to drive into the sand. You have to drive into the sand. So she drives into the sand and she gets airlifted out. Um, she's like knocked unconscious and they literally helicopter her to the, to the hospital. She's sore, but fine. Nothing is broken. She doesn't have a concussion. She doesn't. 
anything. She's just like kind of bruised, sore. And then mom is mean again. Hated that. <laughs> um, and then she goes back that night to run another race. And she's like, I just want, I, it doesn't have to count for time. I just want to get back out there. And somehow her parents are like, okay. And she like runs one more. Um, so they're talking about getting a new car and then they put, they're like all in their trailer and then they're eating burgers. It's a cute scene. <laughs> it's a cute little scene. And then the Pennzoil guy comes up and he's like, Hey, I actually did see you run that last one. Do you want to be signed? And she's like, why do you want to sign me? I literally crashed today. And he was like, because you got, you got back in that car and we love perseverance. Um, so then everything's fine. And then now uh, her little sister, Courtney, is good, too. And Erica insisted that she also get sponsored. Yes, she did do that. So they're both sponsored by Pennzoil. Um, then uh, they're, like, signing stuff, and they're interviewing. And uh, Beverly Mitchell gets asked, uh, do you have any boyfriends? And then she gets asked for, like, the third time. And she's like, why do you keep asking me that? And, like, literally that stuff still happens today in society of, like, who are you wearing? And it's like, how many... Like men, have you asked? Right. What did you eat before putting on this dress? You know, right. like or like eat. I love that other question she kept getting asked. What does it feel like to be the only girl here? Yeah. How do you feel that there's only one girl here? Yeah. Ask yourself that. <laughs> um, then we see her getting her driver's license, which is kind of crazy that she still gets it because she's like really driving recklessly, which is a stupid scene. Yeah. And then she gets into her car because she's going to go to skate with like friends and uh, Randy. And then her driver's, her driver's license like plate cover says, this is not my boyfriend's truck. She's in like a lifted Ford F-150. Yeah, I mean, she is in huge. a truck. There in texas um, that's where yeah from. um so then they go ice skating with randy it's a very fun scene and then the she's in the parking lot and the bullies who've been bullying her from like the volleyball team and stuff need a jump and she's the only person apparently who knows how to jump a car so after doing that the guy who she's liked this entire time we hear more about him in the next four of my notes <laughs> she he invites her to go to this party after and she's like no we already have plans her and randy and then he's like hey do you want to like go out sometime on like a date and she's like that's kind of like dating my brother but in a nice way um cool he took it really well he, he did like he super so cool about it um, then we see her going to be in French, which means if she gets a B, then she cannot, uh, race out of state. She can only race in state, but nationals are out of state. So she has like a week to turn her grade around. So it's like, do well in the final, do extra work, whatever. Literally like five questions. Like she doesn't need to change her entire life to study French. This is, it's stupid. Um, so then Todd, uh, helps her in the library. He helps tutor her. They have a, they end up having like a super cute little montage relationship of like mm -hmm. French words. And they're like, they're like nose and like mouth. It's, it's super cute. So then she, um, then her best friend throughout the entire thing is like, Hey, I got the final here is the, the cheat. And she was like, <laughs> Um, this is where I had to pause the movie and walk away because I was like, if she uses this, I swear. I to God. Well, 
Oh. <sighs> then, um, then the volleyball team does uh, really great. They made it to semifinals or finals or whatever. Um, but she has a race that weekend. So volleyball's on Saturday, race on Friday. She does well at the race. They're driving home and their trailer breaks down. So the next day they drove all night. She doesn't make it to the volleyball game in time. And they literally blame her for the loss, which doesn't really make sense. And they're all super mean to her, even the quit, even the coach, which is stupid. So unprofessional. <laughs> And in 2001, cell phones existed. So I'm sure they called and were like, we're not going to make it. You know, like something happened. Right. So then after this, this crazy happening, she wants to quit racing. So she's like, I'm done racing. That's it. (laughs) Stupid. And then um, Brie Larson is still racing and she's doing really well. And um, Brie kind of pep talks her back into getting racing again. Cause she's like, you're a really talented driver and they have sister bathroom talk, um, while they're brushing their teeth, a la, uh, bring it on, bring it on. Yep. And then she gets an a in front. So she's back. She gets good. She gets nationals. Uh, they're practicing. She races her sister, Brie Larson wins, and then they race again. And then Beverly Mitchell wins. And then, um, she's about to like go to nationals and Todd brings a present a little teddy bear, super cute. Um, so two quick things. First of all, she did not cheat. She chose not to cheat. Oh ultimately. yeah. I didn't even include that part. Ooh, yeah. She didn't cheat. <laughs> and also part of the impetus of why she quit was both because like she was stressed out, you know, trying to balance all of these things. And Todd asked her out and she couldn't like, she had races like the next couple weekends and he was kind of discouraged and was like, okay, no, 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 I get it. Like he wasn't mean about it, but he just kind of like gave up. And so she was, I think she was just feeling like I can't do all of this and something has to give and I want a normal life. And that was sort of like, why is she so right? So then her deciding to go back into racing and Todd showing up with a teddy bear, I thought was really cool because it showed Mm -hmm. that like the issue was not that she raced. It was just that he wanted to hang out with her and she was never free. It was perfect. And even dad, dad was very defensive, but then was like, (sighs) hmm. Yeah, he he they like almost made him that like stupid stereotype of like the, I've got a shotgun dad, but he just sort of like observed. Yeah. <laughs> Concerned. Um and then yeah, we're at Nationals and they get asked how does it feel about having a girl in the race and then um Jordy's team accuses her of cheating because she got five perfects in a row, perfect starts in a row, and they go through their entire cart and nothing is wrong, which is then in the morning when the cart was put back together correctly, uh, we see Randy sleeping in it, which was super cute. Then Brie Larson is proud and they're in the very last race. It's about to happen and she almost red lights. She which means like you took off too soon. You took off when there was red light, but it was before the time and uh so it didn't matter and then she takes off and she won and she beat Jordy and happily ever after she uh was famous and then ever since then more girls in, in that year had joined drag racing uh and racing in general ever since then. Mm-hmm. So, um that's that's it (laughs) might be my fastest synopsis i think maybe yeah the only thing about it was from the way that i think disney plus let me look it up because you know how sometimes the like disney plus bio of the movie will be a little bit different than what you read yeah so this one is 
The Enders sisters make it all the way to the top of a male-dominated junior drag racing world, but life on the tracks isn't without challenges as they face fierce competitors who'd rather not have girls winning in their sport. And I found that really interesting because Mm -hmm. Brie Larson is barely in this movie. Yeah. Like, it's not so much about them together. No. It's, It's about, like... Beverly Mitchell and then Brie Larson is kind of there in like one eighth of the movie. So I found it interesting that they, they pitched it lumped as it, yeah. a lumped it together. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I like, if anything, Brie Larson did not. And she even says this at one point, she's like, you, she basically says to Erica, you were the first. And so mm-hmm. for me, it's a lot easier because I don't have to be the first. Right. And for that, I'm so grateful to you. And you were so brave. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that was a really sweet moment. And the only time that Brie Larson was acting like a normal human being. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but yeah, like I, I think that if anything, like, I think that if this were a movie that was not based on a real story, I don't think Brie Larson would even be in the movie or she wouldn't like race as well because Mm. it was, there was so much going on and like, it was unnecessary. The only reason it's part of the story is because she is a real person. Yeah. Um, okay, great. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah, me too. Do you wanna you wanna play some bingo, maybe? No. Just kidding. <laughs> Welcome to bingo. That's it. <laughs> I always sing it. I don't want to sing it today. Okay. I don't want to sing it today because it's not gonna cross off the musical square. Oh, I see. So you're cranky because of that? Cranky. I see. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, okay. Well, would you like to start? Yes. Okay. One hit wonder song. Yes. Without That's a doubt. What girls do. Me, 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 me. There's like a lot of songs in this. There are. Um, I couldn't find them all on Spotify, but I put at least one of them into our playlist. Nice. And there's a Hillary Duff song you mentioned. So there's a song that Hillary Duff sings, and the song is on Spotify, but not with Hillary Duff singing it. Mm, she covers it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, is that is that Hillary is that? Duff? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. Breaking the fourth wall or looking into the camera? No. No. Holiday themed. No. No. Uh, clunky metaphor. Mm, I, I don't think, think so. Well, the only thing that's like close or, or like what I saw was like that whole start thing, like the how she kept mm. like not getting her starts good because um, she was like overthinking it and stressing out about it. And then as soon as she likes took a breath and like calmed down and stopped like worrying uh, so much. So she had perfect starts. So I think, yeah, I think that, right. that could count. Let's mark it. Parents who just don't get it. Mom, maybe I think mom for sure. Cool. Non-parent adult. No, not really. No. It's the first time we haven't had that one in a while. Yeah. Someone too famous for a TV movie. Now, if this is the height of Beverly Mitchell's career, is she too famous at this point for a decom? I don't know. I mean, I know Seventh Heaven was popular, but was it? We don't have to market. I'm I'm putting it out there. 
I don't know. I don't think so. I think okay. the spots for like, you know, someone like Debbie Reynolds, who's yeah. like had a whole career and you're like, why is this person in this movie? Mm-hmm. Fair. You know? Don't be mad at us, Beverly. No, we, we, I have nothing but respect for Beth, Beverly. Beverly. <laughs> I didn't want to speak for you. So I restarted my sentence. I win, win. <laughs> Uh, competition to resolve the central problem yeah yeah so many competition so many montage sequence Mm -hmm. multiple yeah there's a bunch cliche villains yes the annoying dad and his golden boy son and also those bullies that were unnecessary school bullies and dad bullies yeah Mm. hate bullies Mm. of all kinds yep Clothes or items you owned. Oh, Al's got one. Go ahead. I've got one. Uh, in the in the beginning, when she's having the conversation with her mom, she's wearing high socks that have two pink stripes on them, and I had the exact same socks. Wow, nice. That's awesome. Mm. I didn't have anything specific, but I dressed very similarly to her. Mm. Like, like hoodies and yeah. jeans. Yeah, yeah, like kind of tomboyish. You know, mm. I don't care that much about what what I look like. Kind of. Yeah approach to fashion mm-hmm. mostly because i had no idea what i was doing <laughs> no one ever does no. rotten tomatoes 40 to 60 i'm gonna guess 56 73 whoa oh my god oh my god people love the breathe Oh, I mean, sure. Wow, that is high. That might be one of the highest ones we've ever had. Okay, sure. Okay. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but like yeah. I hope it was seventy three percent good. No. Wow. Okay. Happily ever after. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Almost kissing. Not really. I mean, there was some flirting. I wish they did. They like touched each other's noses and mouths and stuff. Yeah, it like it was so cute. cute. Do we? I mean, do we count that as almost kissing? I didn't feel that like tension. Maybe she couldn't kiss him because she was twenty two and he was seventeen. Maybe someone who became famous. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Betraying of one's real friends or values honestly kind of i feel like because she quits racing at a point no i don't know and she was mean she was a mean winner yeah i would say that is definitely a qualifier okay your childhood crush no no but i think if we if i would have seen this movie and processed this movie he probably would have been my crush oh yeah i mean he's so cute that's my crush now oh my god dad i was crushing on so hard during this entire movie so hot although he seems like someone who might look better with a beard Hmm. interesting Mm -hmm. i mean i think most men look better with beards team mustache i know (laughs) Obviously bad special effects or stunts. No. Yeah, no. All of this was really good. <laughs> the stunts were good because they were done by the actual people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Disney Channel star. No. 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 Kind of out, outside Disney Channel star. Very outside. Musical number. <laughs> Every movie would be better as a musical. Magic. <laughs> No. No magic. 
Someone says the title of the movie. No. Not that I heard. Mm-mm. Or read because I watch movies. With right. Same. <laughs> Scooby Dude. I mean, not really. There's nothing really to Scooby Doo. No. There's no dude to Scoob. <laughs> There's no dude to Scoob. <laughs> the heroes create the problem. No. no. Sexism? No. <laughs> <laughs> Lead is a fish out of water. No. No. Like sh- they want her to be, but she's not. Yeah. And that's why they are mad. Well, Val, we fell off the track. No. No bingo this week. Oh, well. We had a long streak. We had had we a long streak of like multiple bingos. Yeah. This one does not, does not hit. There's not even a like, oh, if we got this one, it's like we needed two or three. Like this. This the, is a lot of no's today. The true story ones are always a little harder. They're a little bit tougher. They're a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. All right, Val. Welcome to the game of Baby B or Bree. <laughs> so um, in this game, we have one minute to write down as many baby names that start with a B or in honor of Brie Larson cheeses does not have to start with a B any cheese okay and then Val if we write down the same ones it doesn't count okay so you have to think of some creative ones okay okay timer Un minuto ready. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. Oh, stop. All right. Baby B or Brie Val, give me your first one. Okay. Bo spelled B O. I don't have that one. Great. And you circle it. My first one is Brie spelled B R I. Okay. I don't have that. Okay. Bo spelled B-A-B-E-A-U. I do not have them. Okay. Bree spelled B-R-I-E. I did have that one. Dang. Ben. <gasps> I don't have Ben. Brianna. I do not have Brianna. Nice. Shout out to my friend Brianna who goes by Bree. The whole reason. I put her on the list. Benji. Nope. Type of cheese. Cheddar. I do not have cheddar. Nice. Bill. I don't have Bill. Brad. I do not have Brad. Bart. I have Bart. (laughs) Blake. I don't have Blake. Bella. I've got Bella. Barb. I do not have Barb. Bull. I do not have Bull. Like Bull Durham. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> well, just in case anyone's like, that's not a name. That's not a name. <laughs> Bert. I do not have Bert. Brett. I do not have Brett. Rounding out our previous guest, Bryce Saxon's family, Bryce. 
<laughs> I don't have Bryce. I just listed her entire family. <laughs> Brad, Blake, Barb, Bert, and Bryce. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. Love you. Um, okay, and then I have this as both a name and cheese. Blue. Good job. Don't have it. Cheese. Goat. I don't have goat. Nice. Cheese. Gruyere. Do not have Gruyere. Swiss. Nope. Nice. Camembert. Nope. Munster. Nope. Gouda. Nope. Okay, I'm out. Belinda. Nope. Boris. And Blythe. Ooh, like Blythe Danner. Yeah. All right. You don't have any more? Mm-mm. Count them up. Okay. I have 14. I have 12. <laughs> she wins. I win. I love winning games I come up with. <laughs> Thanks for playing Baby Bree or Bree. Baby B or Bree. <laughs> yeah, I told you I wouldn't remember <gasps> wow Val this was so fun this was so fun Val what are we watching next we are watching Eddie's million dollar cook off oh I think we're all gonna like this movie I'm excited uh, no one has taken us up on our oh, offer you cheeky bastard <laughs> to write us a review and get a shout out I'm gonna up the ante I will if if you Val's gonna give you five dollars. No, but well, kind of in a way. If you write a review and you send us a screenshot and you are comfortable with it, um, if you send us your address, I will mail you a D commentary sticker, a <gasps> trident sticker, whoa, and a thank you card. Wow, that is kissed by our lips. That is kissed, by our lips. <laughs> and we'll give you a shout out. <laughs> Or if you've already left us a review because you've been listening since the beginning. Hit us up. We'll send you a sticker. Well, that, we'll send you a sticker. But also have someone close to you write a review. Yeah. You know, I know we say this every time, but it really, really, really does make a huge difference. It helps other people find the show. So every review counts. So please, 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 please leave us a review. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you so much, Val. Appreciate your time, love, and friendship. Right back at you, pal. Bye, Val. Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com slash dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. Dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Disney Channel Original Movies. Damn it, Allie.